Hi, everybody. Welcome to a very, very, very special edition of BuzzFeed's The Library, the RuPaul's Drag Race podcast that I host with Eleanor Kagan. Hi, Eleanor. Hi, Jared. What's up? Uh, How excited are you at this very moment? Because we have Sasha Velour coming on to talk to us. Are you Ah, dying? Yes. (laughs) I don't know how I'm going to keep it together. (laughs) I I don't either, frankly. I mean, I listen, I have loved Sasha since episode one, but I have not loved her the way you have loved her. I mean, you have been ride or die Sasha Velour (laughs) since the minute that crown walked into the workroom. How are you feeling about her actually having won? I'm I'm so excited. And I like her performance was out of this world. And we haven't seen her perform like that on the show yet uh, in At terms all. of a lip sync. And I just I, I mean, I, I, too, am so emotional when I watch her performances. And she's also like, I don't know, I, I like so many of her fans, I think, identify with her in a lot of ways. And so yeah. she's one of those queens who who thinks so deeply about drag and what it means and art and performance and like queer visibility that like she is the queen that America needs in 2017. Uh, And I'm like, I'm just so happy for her. She also seems like such a nice person. So I'm just thrilled for her. I couldn't agree more. (laughs) But let's, okay, so let's waste no time. Eleanor, are are you composed? Are you ready to have this moment? Yeah, let's give her a call. All right. Well, with that, please help me welcome to the podcast America's Next Drag Superstar, the one, the only, the beautifully bald Sasha Velour. Hi, Sasha. Hi. How's it going? Uh, We could not be more excited. Eleanor, are you okay? I feel like you have been waiting for this moment for four months at least. I have. I've (laughs) been team Sasha this whole time. Um, I'm also just so happy for you. And you won Drag Race. You turned 30, celebrated Pride all in the same weekend. How are you (laughs) feeling right now? Um, I'm feeling on top of the world. (laughs) I got to, um, I really got to see my dreams come true and then celebrate it with the community here in Brooklyn that made it all possible oh with this uh, with this birthday party for Pride. Um, I'm just so thankful for everyone in my life and for all of the people who watch the show. People like you who are rooting for me. It's um, I, I feel like I can do anything, and I intend to do everything. Yes. yes, love that. Well, Sasha, you know what's so interesting is fans of the show know by this point that Rue doesn't like any secrets to get out. So at the actual finale taping. Multiple endings are taped, and the queens only actually find out who wins when the show airs. So, what was it like for you Friday night watching the show and having this moment? You realizing with the rest of the world that you had won. It was surreal because I was watching it on TV like an audience member, even though it was <laughs> my life and my actual person up there. Um, so, it it almost took a moment for it to completely set in to accept that this thing that I had been wanting for so long and at times felt like I could get and at other times Mm -hmm. felt like it was completely um out of my reach um that I had finally secured that win and I was so thankful to be sitting next to Peppermint um when this talk too as we watched because I know not only are we both bringing it home for New York but we both share a commitment to making drag more than just about personal stardom but really having it be taking on the role as drag superstar to really be a role of community leader 
and speak to the queer community and help support and uplift them and inspire people to make real changes in this world through drag and through glamour. (laughs) Yes, of course. Did you have a moment where you were like, oh, this this is real. I, I could win this all. I think this might happen. Like, was there a moment that you knew? You know, I, I'm very, very cautious, which I think is why on the show, um, I, I didn't hear myself saying the way that the other queens did, like, I am going to win. Like, I'm going to throw these other bitches out of the way and take the crown because I, um, I, I just don't have that, that same kind of confidence maybe that other people have. And I've, I've learned to kind of grow that for myself a little bit as a result of the show to really trust myself and in my own abilities and watching the show back and seeing the way that in some ways I held myself back with mm. that, with that modesty or that lack of confidence. And when I went to the finale, I was determined to win the show, which didn't necessarily mean to take on the crown. I was just determined to outperform the other girls when it came <laughs> to the context of that live show, because that live performance is where I excel. Um, talking in front of a live audience, performing in front of a live audience. And I felt like, you know, no matter what happens, I'm going to go into this and I'm going to give a powerful show that shows, that demonstrates that I really do have what it takes to be a superstar so that I will have no regrets no matter what happens. (laughs) I was really satisfied. (laughs) I mean, talk about a strong performance. You always have a story to tell with yours. I mean, I think about the tiny house on your head almost daily. Um, and during the finale, <laughs> your performance had such a strong conceptual message uh, when you were performing So Emotional by Whitney Houston. Um, can you talk to us about the rose petal reveals and the story that you were telling with those? Yeah, like I always talk about how I, I like for my performances to have meaning on many different levels. Costuming, um, emotions in my face, uh, and then and then kind of like visual stage pictures that... Um, that, that explore the kind of emotions of the story of the song in, in really beautiful visual art ways. And so I, I kind of wanted to do something clever like that with these performances. And, and since the song So Emotional is about that, I prepared that, the rose petal specifically for So Emotional. If I had done the Britney Spears song, I would have done something different. Um, I had uh, I had other reveals prepared in that costume. Will you tell um, us what that reveal was? Sure. I had scissors strapped to my thigh and I was going to cut the wig until I was bald to be stronger, stronger as a bald queen at the end. And I think Peppermint thought about the number in a similar way that like these songs tell stories and it's our job to make those stories really, really clear. So for me, the rose petals, for example, like it's a song about loving, loving too much almost. And it's Mm -hmm. sort of, Roses as a symbol of love, but then a sort of excess of them that's almost like a mess or almost disturbing or almost grotesque. That's kind of where I wanted to take it, that I'm falling apart and exploding with this sort of love metaphor. (laughs) Um, So it was really easy. And then when all of those pieces work together, I feel like the performance, tapping into the real emotions of the performance is so easy. And I felt truly so emotional standing up there on the stage. Lifting oh. against my best friends in the competition. 
I love that. Well, I ha- I have to ask Sasha. You know the the rose petals. Some you know as the Rusepiracy fr- people get into it, have also taken on questions as to whether or not the rose petals were a subtle nod to Valentina, asking all of her fans <laughs> to post roses on everyone's social media. There was that great. I mean, one of my favorite reveals in the history of the show was during your finale lip sync when you took off just the bottom because I, I of the mask because I was like, what that is she going to do? I mean, <laughs> how much should people read into the rose petals like the mask just being a little wink at one of your fellow season nine queens? I mean, red roses are kind of basic. So I definitely didn't assume that they had a correlation with Valentina or any specific queen um, until after we had already filmed that when she um, invited people to spam our Instagrams with rose petals, with red roses, which was actually strange because I knew that that was going to shift in its meaning from the finale because no one knew about that moment except for all of us, all the queens. Um, so, so that was definitely not, that was not prepared as a statement about any other queen. It was really just a performance. But the mask was really purposeful because I thought, okay, the way to win this competition is to take probably the most iconic moment from the season so far and to transform it into something that is entertaining and beautiful mm-hmm. and strange. And so I was like, I'm going to wear a mask and, and, show, and, and also show my lips. <laughs> but at the same time, it's also appropriate for the song because it's about it's about being blinded by a relationship and then breaking right. free from that. And so I thought it worked really well, and also with a little a little nod. This is how you this is how you lip sync wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I have to in this moment give a shout out to Diego Montoya, who is a costume designer who worked with you has always worked with you. The stuff the two of you create together it blows me away on The Daily, Sasha. Incredible, incredible. It's such a good partnership. I actually met him because he won a visual artist award over me a year ago at the Brooklyn Nightlife Award. <laughs> I was like, who is this? I thought I was going to win visual artist of the year. Um, and then I started, I started obsessively following his stuff. And together, I feel like our tastes complement each other so well that it really is like, it's one of the most exciting creative collabs I've ever had. Yeah, it's very Captain Captain Planet with our powers combined. You know, we can yes, be a stronger thing I together. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> He's a hero. Well, this idea too about seeing your competition and then forming a deep bond with them also happened here with you and Shay. Yeah. Um, and your friendship there. And first seeing the two of you uh, lip sync against each other was just like a highlight for 2017. Um, but something that you said <laughs> for the audience, <laughs> for everybody. Oh, well, yeah. Was it so hard for you to actually do that? Yeah, we we stepped off stage when Trinity selected Peppermint. Even though we knew it was a possibility, we stepped off the stage basically in tears that we would have to face each other, basically to start off this whole horrifying experience <laughs> when we were going to have to show down against each other. But at the same time, you know, we really were rooting for each other to succeed, and we're rooting for ourselves. And I think that's why. The lip sync is so amazing. I mean, Shay's performance is amazing too. You know, at the end of the day, all four of us put on good shows and that is like, that is great drag in my book. 100%. I think it is maybe a, a final question. How do you think of your drag as an act of resistance? Mm, yeah, that's such, a, that's such a great question. I mean, I think it operates on so many different levels. And I like to look back, you know, I don't think, 
I don't think I'm necessarily doing anything revolutionary with my drag. I think that all drag is deeply revolutionary. And I like to look back at the history of drag. I consider myself a kind of amateur drag historian. I love thinking about how drag worked in the 60s, how it worked in the 80s, how it's always kind of shifted and evolved to respond to what the queer community needed and to push against what the not queer community was maybe afraid of or disturbed by and always give a little bit of pushback to the norm. And it does that, I think, uh, with aesthetics, with um, the insistence that gender can't be simply divided into two categories or directly correlated with what what gender you're assigned at birth, with the idea that um, feminist or masculinity can be kind of picked and chosen at will and also remixed and uh, for the purpose of creating new, new queer options altogether. Mm. But I think another important part of perhaps the most important part of what makes drag revolutionary is that drag queens are and have been really invested in politics, in, yes. in leading people to uh, talk about what's wrong politically, in empowering um, actual people to go out and make change, to vote, to raise money for organizations that benefit people in need. And I think that one of the most important things that I can do as America's Next Drag Superstar is really activate on that. I want to raise a lot of money for charitable organizations. I'm actually in the process of transforming my monthly show, Nightgowns, which has always been kind of a celebration of Brooklyn drag in a really high high quality theatrical setting. Yeah. Um, I'm going to expand that into something that tours around <gasps> and brings in talents, connects drag talents across the country, across different scenes, big cities and small towns. Oh, and we're so setting exciting. it up as, um, as a nonprofit organization that will raise money and create scholarships for trans people, for queer people of color, to help benefit education and housing needs uh, where we need it most, especially in this political era. Sasha, that's, that's an... fabulous. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations again. We're so thrilled for you. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us. I hope you come back. It's been really fabulous talking to you. Thank you for your amazing questions. Thank you, Sasha. Say hi to Vanya for us, and we'll see you oh, out there. Oh, I will. Thank you. He's <laughs> right here at my feet. <laughs> All right. Take care. Uh, what? A wonderful human being, Eleanor. I could talk to Sasha all day and all day tomorrow. Me Obsessed. too. Well, okay, so everybody, thank you so much for listening to our interview with Sasha. We will have the full Drag Race finale recap episode of BuzzFeed's The Library coming at you very, very shortly. So keep refreshing wherever you find your podcasts. We will also have interviews with Peppermint, Trinity, and Ms. Shay Coulee coming up. So keep checking back for those. Rate and review us on iTunes if you haven't already. And if you have, thank you so much. And with that, the library is closed.